baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 949. Let me ask you a quick question. How often do you eat out? Well, our favorite dietitian and self-proclaimed food nerd is back on KMOX to help us make the resolution to not eat out as much anymore, but to cook at home more. Southern Illinois University Carbondale dietitian Nikki Davis is associate professor of practice in the hospitality, tourism and event management program. She is also a syndicated food writer. Nikki, welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. So one poll, a market research firm, says about 31% of Americans cook at home every day. 30 Mm -hmm. years ago, that number was closer to 75%. Is is this big change, Nikki, you think all about women working, fewer marriages, fewer pregnancies? So... Yes, all of the above. Um, I I think there's a lot that goes into that, and and it does come down to um, women are back in the workplace, women are... Um, you know, taking longer to get married or choosing to, to get married later in life, having kids later in life. Um, I'm a prime example of that. I, I grew up in a house where my mom cooked from scratch all the time. She worked out of the home, but, um, you know, she was raised with my grandmother who cooked, of course, from scratch all the time. But um, by the time I was an adult and out in the workforce, I was not doing that, um, at least not early on in my, my life and my career. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of a prime example of that. And life gets hectic and busy. And when kids come along and dance and soccer and all of the things, um, you know, we we kind of turn away from being in the kitchen. Yeah, I get that, uh, Nikki. This is Tom Ackerman. I love cooking. I, I really do. But I also love our local restaurants. So I want to yes. support them. <laughs> you know, I want to support them and keep them in business at the same time. But I do find, and do you agree with this, that when I cook at home, I can control the diet better, and I feel like I can be more healthy. Absolutely, and I, and I think there has to be a balance, right? We, we all want to eat out every now and then, um, but you are correct in that we can control the amount of sugar, the amount of salt, what kind of fat we use. Um, clearly, we can control the ingredients when we cook at home, and it is a lot better for us to do that because we don't know exactly what's going into the meals when we eat out in the restaurant unless we really know that restaurant pretty well. And when people hear... Nikki say, you need to cook from home more, or I want you to cook from home more, <laughs> they may think you do, in fact, mean cooking from scratch. Uh, well, I do, in fact, mean cooking from scratch, and, and I think that is a, a bit of a lost art. We're not raising our children in the kitchen anymore like we used to, and, and I can talk to any number of my college students, and cooking at home for them um, and, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but it's, you know, spaghetti sauce out of a jar and spaghetti in the pot, and that's the meal. Um, and, and that's fine if that's the level you're at. But once you learn, uh, you know, a handful of skills in the kitchen, then you can start making that spaghetti sauce from scratch and learning how to take some of those shortcuts to really, you know, really be cooking, home cooking at home. Yeah, I've noticed I've had to catch myself because I'm trying to make something real fast. And the kids will say, hey, can I help? And I have to stop and say, yes. Yes, actually, you can help because you want to teach them how to do it right. Let me ask you about cost, though. Um, 
What what is the difference, and and how do you control that? What's the difference between let's say something of value, so fast food or something quick uh, from the store, rather than uh, cooking at home? So takeout versus cooking at home. Um, well, it, it depends on what you um, you know where you're going when you either take out or, or order in. And, and that can range from anywhere from $5 per meal to up to $20 for a meal if you're ordering on, um, I'll not name any brand names, but nice. if you're ordering in and having it delivered by somebody, there are a lot of fees that go into that that we might not catch or might not notice. Um, buying that, those same ingredients to cook those same meals at home can bring you down to just a couple of dollars per person if it's something um, you know, economical. And, and macaroni and cheese, spaghetti, hamburgers at home, there are a lot of things that we can do at home that are a lot cheaper than, than eating out or ordering in. Now, it, inflation has, in a way, changed the game. Egg prices are mm-hmm. so high. We just talked to an egg farmer just about an hour mm-hmm. ago. Um, yes. So cooking from home, one would think, may not save you as much, but restaurant prices are up, too. So Restaurant prices are up, too, and I think, it, it, again, it's a balance. And if you're really pinching pennies, then there are, you know, markets and grocery stores and ways that we can save those dollars in the grocery store um, as opposed to not being able to save those same dollars if we're eating out in a restaurant or certainly ordering in. And, and it goes back to kind of old school or what I'll call at my age, old school home economics. We don't teach that anymore either, really. Um, and kitchen economics and being able to, uh, speaking of, of chicken and egg farmers, being able to take that whole chicken and create two meals out of it, plus chicken stock out of it, to create soup for another meal, and, and extending that one ingredient out into to three or four meals if you can. Give us another um, tip. Give us another tip. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm full of tips. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> tip right now. Um, and, and honestly, even with egg prices like they are, if you can buy local, um, and I think your, your, your um, chicken farmers mentioned this earlier, Find those local markets because chances are you're going to be able to buy locally at a little bit reduced cost right now than what you're seeing in the grocery stores. And and even this time of year when we're we're down to winter squash and kind of those winter greens at our markets, our local markets, um, that fresh food and those local ingredients, because they are fresher, are better for you. So so it's the balance of, of economics and, and cost and stretching ingredients and your health. And all of that kind of comes together in this whole concept of, of continuing to cook at home and passing those skills down to our kiddos. I've got one for you. Um, and we only have about a minute, so you can just pick a couple of them. But I Google this all the time. How long can X you know, last, last in right. the refrigerator? Last in the refrigerator. Yeah. Can you get a couple of examples? I, I can give you, um, you know, a handful of examples if we continue on with what we've been talking about. You're, you're probably good for five to seven days on most things. And, and after something has been cooked, you know, around the four- to five-day mark before it starts to lose its um, quality, let's say. And, and that's keeping it in the refrigerator in a sealed container. Um, when you're looking at things like fresh ingredients, carrots, zucchini, those kinds of things, easily a week, up to two weeks, carrots maybe a little bit longer. Um, things like winter squash that we tend to sit out on the counter if they're in a cool place, potatoes, onions, all of uh, those root vegetables, um, along with the winter squash. If we keep those kind of in that cool, dry place, 
I, I keep winter squash all winter long, and I keep sweet potatoes all winter long because I keep them in kind of a climate-controlled right part of the house. Um, so if you can buy in bulk some of those types of things, you'll be able to keep for one or two months. That is Southern Illinois University Carbondale dietitian Nikki Davis, Associate Professor of Practice in the Hospitality, Tourism, and Event Management Program. Uh, Nikki, it's always great to have you on KMOX. I can't wait till the next time we have some conversation about some great food item. Right? I love it. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 